0: Hello, everyone. I'm Amanda Holloway, the host of Solving Water Asylum podcast, and recently I had Eric Saperstein and Josh Mayan on the show to discuss the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act generally and what it means for the water industry and our customers. Here I am today with Asylum experts Ken Alba and Joey Guerrero, who are going to break down for us the Bridge Investment Program, a distinct component of the recent infrastructure legislation and one that impacts Asylum and the water industry as a whole. Thanks for being here you guys. Welcome back Ken. I know we sat down at Mine Expo in Las Vegas last year and then welcome Joey. It's the first time on Solving Water. Yes, thanks for having me. So usually how I start these things is we just tell our, our listeners about who you are and what you do. So Joey, why don't you kick us off and let us know what you do for Xylem.
1: All righty. So like Amanda said, my name is Joey Guerrero. I'm a national accounts manager here with Xylem on the side. dewatering I take care of national contractors on our side as far as, you know, helping getting contracts signed, helping get ahead of the business as far as, you know, MSAs and things like that to make it easier to work with Xylem. I try to communicate our capabilities with our customers. So whenever they, you know, have an issue or they have projects coming up, they know exactly who to call. They know what equipment we have and, and just kind of point them in the right direction to help them win more work and us win more work as well.
0: Great. All right, Ken, can you remind everybody what you do for Xylem?
2: Sure. Hi, Amanda. Ken Allball. I'm the Director of Sales for Xylem Water Infrastructures here in the U.S. I directly manage the uh, the rental and sales business here in the U.S. Work with folks like Joey in the U.S. and Canada, trying to provide our uh, Xylem rental solutions and our products to our customers.
0: Great. Well, welcome back. We're just going to start from the highest level, right? So we're here today to talk about... The formal name of this program, which is Infrastructure Law Bridge Formula Program, which is kind of a mouthful, so I'll probably just refer to it as the Bridge Investment Program moving forward. But Ken, why don't you give us sort of an overview of what this piece of legislation includes? Yeah, so this
2: this program was put in place as part of the infrastructure bill that recently passed through Congress and was signed by President Biden. It offers and provides $26.5 billion over the next five years, to help repair and improve the bridge infrastructure here in the U.S. This year, in particular, in 2022, they're looking to spend about 5.3 billion dollars on uh, some of the worst-conditioned bridges in the country. By last estimates from the DOT, there's about 45,000 bridges in the U.S. that they've rated in poor condition. You know, and those are obviously spread across the country, state by state. And the funds have been spread across, you know, state by state based on the replacement repair costs of those bridges. And then all the different economic and socioeconomic uh, impacts that those can provide to different communities. And then the states are actually managing the actual distribution of those funds and how they're using those um, within the guidelines of the infrastructure bill.
0: So 45,000 bridges nationally, that is not a small amount of bridges, but it's been, what, 100 plus years for a lot of these
2: Some of these structures are, you know, over 100 years old. Some of the major bridges, you know, are nearing 40 to 50 years old in some of our major cities. I mean, you've seen the things on the news where there's been bridge collapses and bridge failures. You know, there was one recently in Memphis, Tennessee, where they shut down one of the bridges going across the Mississippi River for months while they had to repair it. So it's definitely part of the the aging infrastructure here in the U.S.
0: So it kind of answered this question because there are so many bridges that need attention, but why did the government decide that we're going to take this huge infrastructure? We've got all these, you know, priorities from an infrastructure standpoint, you know, why did they decide to focus on bridges and dedicate this much funding to that initiative? Like how big of a deal is it really?
2: I mean, it's it's a huge deal, right? Because, you know, if, if bridges fail and bridges aren't, you know, functional, that affects interstate commerce dramatically. There's billions and billions of dollars of freight and, you know, things that are moved from town to town that go across bridges every day. And, you know, not to mention just the tourism and travel and and things in general are all impacted by whether we have functioning bridges in our towns.
0: Sure. What about some other factors that might be driving the program aside from just like crumbling infrastructure, literally? Joey, do you have any thoughts on, you know, just some other factors that might be driving this type of legislation?
1: Yeah, looking at it, it looks like they considered, you know, we're going towards green in the new world uh, where we live and, you know, shutting down a bridge while will affect some interstate commerce and things like that. It also increases drive time for these truckers, for these cars if you shut down a bridge and maybe it only increases drive time, you know, 10 minutes, but you put in 100,000 cars at 10 minutes, you know, of extra drive time, extra idle time, that starts to make a big impact in the environment. So I think that was a big consideration for sure.
0: How did Xylem get involved in this? What is a water technology company like Xylem care? What's happening to bridges?
1: Well, I mean, I think when you say infrastructure, I think Xylem is kind of you know, one and one there with infrastructure, we can help out with everything, and that's probably maybe not the first thing that comes to mind to the general public. You know, when you hear bridge repair and xylem, but you know, we do do a lot of work with these larger contractors to repair these bridges, whether it be you know, dewatering for cofferdams, and we just general, you know, well pointing, uh, jetting concrete piles, things like that. There is a lot of work we do, and that's just one aspect of it. Of course, we'll get into the aggregate part, I'm sure, but. You know, at almost every level, Zion can help with these contractors, help them with the repairs and help them with the equipment they need, use some of our expertise to help these guys get it done in a timely manner and a cost-efficient manner.
0: What else, Ken?
2: One of the big things that we focus on here, you know, along the lines of what Joey's talking about a minute ago is around sustainability and, you know, environmental stewardship, right? And our products are some of the most efficient Products on the market today. So, from an energy consumption, whether that be electricity or diesel fuel or or whatever type of powering devices they're using, ours are, you know, again among the highest efficiencies there. Our solutions are all definitely put in place with an eye towards the environment. You know, we do a lot of work around water quality monitoring, uh, things like that that we can help with. You know, and just trying to recycle the water and maintain the the water usage on on site. So a lot of different things this island can help with from that standpoint.
0: And so you've mentioned contractors. So the construction industry specifically is going to be greatly impacted by this. But then also we've got customers and partners in aggregate and quarrying industry that will also be impacted by this. So how are we helping our partners and customers at this time when there's this big injection of funds into this program, but just infrastructure in general, right? Construction projects in general, roads, and then obviously these bridges. And now there's going to be this huge volume of projects in every state. How are we helping our customers and our partners navigate this?
2: Yeah. So obviously the mining industry in particular is a major focus for Xylem. We do a lot of work in, in that area. We are working currently with customers, on several projects around capacity and efficiency increases in their facilities. One of the things that we do is we go in and we offer full audit capability to where we'll look at their water management systems and their quality of their products that they're producing, you know, and, and look at the efficiencies of their equipment to see if that equipment either needs to be optimized or if it needs to be replaced and increased in size, Uh, we look at their piping systems to make those as efficient as possible. So there's definitely a tremendous amount of things within the mining industry that that we assist with and help with. Dust suppression is another major area that we work with. Obviously when you're crushing rock and driving around on gravel roads and stuff, that tends to produce dust. And we work with a lot of our customers to minimize that. So it's not affecting surrounding communities and environment from that standpoint. And then again, You know, our water quality monitoring capabilities and treatment testing capabilities that we have to make sure that any water that is discharged off the properties and stuff is in compliance with local and state and federal regulations.
0: Are you finding that our customers in this industry are expanding existing sites and facilities or are they having to scout new locations to get after this rock?
2: There's a big focus on either on expanding existing operations, number one, because they've obviously got some of their own infrastructure in place to do that. So, you know, we're seeing places that are just, you know, some of them are up to doubling their output from their products that they produce for that different site. There's a lot of things there. There are some new quarries and new things that are being looked at, and we're working with customers for their dewatering and and water management needs there as well.
0: So, Joey, I'm going to ask you about our customers in the construction industry. You mentioned working with some of these large contractors. What are some of the types of applications that we're going to be assisting them with? You mentioned a few of those, the dewatering piece of it. I think you said something about jetting. (laughs) But if you could help, you know, sort of paint a picture for what these, these big construction firms, these national firms are going to need from us and how we're going to help them throughout this process, that would be great.
1: Well, from my standpoint, um, you know, kind of what I do, you know, we want to get ahead of the work with the customers, of course. So we want to get with their estimating team, you know, before all this happens and, you know, kind of give them an idea, you know, what it's all going to cost. They go to the bid with the correct numbers and everyone's on the same page. Once we start the work, there's several different things you can do. There could be, you know, just some general well pointing, which, you know, we do all the time. Coffer dams, if they're having to uh, repair a pile on a bridge, you got to put metal sheets around the concrete piles, which of course will have a ton of water in it. You're going to have to dewater inside the coffer dam, whether it be that one time or or constant dewatering. So there's going to be a lot of pumping in general going on. When you're jetting piles, of course, you're going to need some high pressure pumps to jet the piles, jetting the piles down the ground. You have a high pressure pump, and as it goes down, the water is moving the sediment and the concrete piles is going into the ground. So, you know, there's, there's just a lot of work with pumping in general that's going to go along with this. And, you know, not every bridge, of course, is over water and things like that. So there's just anytime you start digging in the ground depends on where you live, there's going to be water. So, you know, we just want to get ahead of that and help out the customers as much as we can, help make it easier on them, point them to our subject matter experts. So it's just easy on everyone. Things like that.
0: Do either of you know if they distinguish in this bridge program however many bridges go over water or not you know you said you went by state and you can see how many bridges are considered in poor condition by state can you understand from the usdot if there's a percentage of them that go over water
2: i mean you could they actually have the locations of all the bridges in there so i mean if you uh, wanted to you could you could sit there and parse the data to that level i don't know that they've necessarily broken it out by you know whether it's just crossing another road or whether it crossing a stream or a creek or a river or part of the ocean. You definitely could find that if you had to.
0: What about like super famous bridges? Do you know if any of those are on the list?
2: Well, I know there's a couple of big ones in Memphis that are on the list for some repairs. That's really it as far as my direct knowledge. I know they're working on a lot of bridges in New York City. There will be some high visibility projects for sure.
0: You know, Brooklyn Bridge, Golden Gate. I mean, these are the things that I readily think of.
2: I'm sure those are going to get some attention. I mean,
1: they're pretty famous. So any uh, deficiencies in those things, I'm sure they'll be getting a few dollars for sure.
0: Bridge investment program, that's a big behemoth of a program inside even larger program. So what are you guys working on right now? Like, What are you having to prioritize in the near term as these funds start to roll out?
2: One of our primary focuses right now is the mining and aggregate industry and making sure that they're ready because even the initial phases of bridge construction, whether it's concrete production, or, you know, aggregates needed for, you know, structural improvements, that's going to be one of the most immediate impact. And then Joey and the team that he's part of, they're working on ensuring that all of our national contracts, national agreements and things are in place with the big national level contractors so that when they are ready to go to work we're we're able to support them there.
0: What about you, Joey? What are you working on right now, specifically in regards to this bridge program?
2: Kind of just
1: repeat what Ken said, you know, getting those contracts ready. So it just makes it so much easier on large contractors In us, you know, these are big money jobs. So there is a lot of money in there. So some of those contracts can be very detailed. So if you get a lot of the information, a lot of the if you can agree up front, on a lot of the things between us. It minimizes the time in between from the discussion to the time we start doing the actual work. So I'm really focused on that right now. I'm focused on getting in front of all their, you know, upper level management, let them know our capabilities, just in case they didn't know, you know, luckily we got a big sales group on the ground that know a lot of these local guys locally you know, kind of working it from the top down, the bottom up.
0: If you want to just to say one thing to your contractor customers right now, is there anything, any piece of advice you could give them as they sort of head into the body of work?
1: Well, obviously that would be, you know, give me a call. And, uh, let's let's get ahead of this thing let's be miles ahead of all this work so when it comes down to it it's easy we get it done everyone knows their job for these types of applications and uh we can make it easy and fun to work in xylem especially
2: you know with all of our knowledge
0: ken what pieces of advice do you have for the mining folks
2: it's around simplicity kind of like joey said with uh, xylem and the breadth of our offerings we have the ability to do anything with water management that they need help with you know whether it's a little half horsepower pump to pump out of sump or five, 600 horsepower vertical turbine pumps to feed their process and dewater their quarries. So, you know, and just feel free to reach out and use our expertise and our products.
0: Anything I missed that you want to highlight as part of this bridge program or our capabilities in terms of what we're doing with our customers here?
1: Not that I can think of, you know, I mean, I know you know, one of the things I was going to say that I kind of forgot to bring up at the beginning, I mean, you know, why is this important, where does this come from? One of the uh, statistics i found, 42% of our bridges in the United States is 50 years or older. You definitely don't want to find out that a bridge has an issue in real time. So it is important. It's good that they're putting money towards it. And uh, it's good that we're here to help out.
0: Okay, guys. Well, I just have one last question for you. And it is a question that I ask every guest of Solving Water. I'm going to have Joey go first. And Ken, you've already answered this question, but I'm curious if your answer changes or not. The question is, what's the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far?
1: You know, before I got into the water business, I didn't understand anything about it. I mean, I had no idea. Now everywhere I drive, I see a lift station, I see pumps, you know, that's that's what I'm looking for. What I've learned is how important you know, water is. I mean, I thought, you know, you flush your toilet, goodbye forever. You're, you're done. You know, it, the water magically reappears in your sink somehow, some way. So I just really learned how important it is, how important it is to be up to date on all the technology that they have these days. It's just, uh, you know, water is our most important resource we have. And it's a really good feeling to work in that space to know that you're helping out.
0: Great answer. All right, Ken, what is the most important thing you've learned in the water business so far?
2: Each challenge that we come into is unique. Infrastructure as a whole is something people don't think about. They just take it for granted. They take it for granted that there's a bridge there, that water comes out of their faucet or they can flush a toilet or whatever it might be. We just take that for granted here in the U.S. and we've allowed the infrastructure system to deteriorate to the point where now we've got to spend serious amounts of money to fix it and to make it to where it'll last for, in my case, my grandchildren and and generations beyond that. I think the big thing that I've learned over the years is we're hidden until there's a problem. And we're at the point now where unless these investments are followed through on and done correctly, there's going to be serious ramifications and issues down the road. I guess that's my big takeaway from this particular initiative around the bridges and the infrastructure bill as a whole is it's a chance for us to invest in our country and our country's future. So very excited that the team that I lead here at Vilem is uh, all hands on deck and ready to go to work and support the initiative.
0: Awesome. Well, I learned a ton today I now consider myself a bridge expert, just in case you need some help, Joey, when you're out there in the field. But I really do appreciate your perspective on this and really helping us understand you know, how important this particular program is in the greater context of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. More information about the Bridge Investment Program is linked in the show notes. Don't hesitate to contact me at, at xylem.com to share your ideas and feedback. Thanks again, guys.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a good time.
0: Thanks for tuning into Solving Water Asylum podcast. Be sure to subscribe, stream, or download our content to be notified when the next episode is released. And to access our full library of episodes, visit our site on Podbean at solvingwater.podbean.com. Please reach out to me, your host, at amanda.holloway at xylem.com with show topic recommendations or to be a guest.